Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb's sein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und welcome to Gegenpressing, the Bundesliga Podcast. Um, this is our first big show of the year. As always, I'm your host, Manuel Feit. Here's Stefan Bienkowski. Stefan, today we have something a little bit special planned. Yes, absolutely. I'd like to say we can kind of drop this as a big surprise, but of course, everyone probably already knows because it's in the title of the podcast. So these guys know what's coming. Yeah, they do know what's coming. We've actually, and this is, we put this together last minute. Um, Hertha Berlin are in the United States. They're in Florida where they're doing their training camp. Um, they're playing a bunch of games in the Orlando area. They're training at Brampton at the IMG complex, um, which I've seen before, Stefan. It's a, it's a fantastic complex, huge. Mm. And as part of that, um, the DFL kindly arranged us for us to speak with Hertha Director of Sport, Freddy Bobic. And he was very kind with his time. Stefan, um, full 35-minute interview. We had arranged 20 minutes initially, but <laughs> it turned out a lot longer. And we talked about a lot of different topics. Yeah, he's he's a really, really thoughtful, uh, well-read guy when it comes to you know football development. Uh, mm. And you know, if I was a Hertha Berlin fan, I would be, you know, I'd be really optimistic that he's pulling the strings of the club now because I'm hopefully when people listen to the interview, they'll, they'll they'll be able to tell that he's obviously full of bright ideas. He knows exactly what he's talking about. It's very grounded as well. That's the impression I got from. Him. He doesn't. Yeah. He's not a snake oil salesman. He's not trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. He's like, you know, I know what I know. The hard work that needs to be done at this club and. He, and, and he's also quite happy to, you know, point to the club he quite dramatically left to move to Hertha, which, you know, I mm. think we forget how many eyebrows that raised at the time because, you know, Frankfurt were on the, the ascendancy. Hertha were kind of a mess. Um, and he's now kind of, just, and he's, you know, he's he's not sitting there saying, I'm going to perform miracles. He's just kind of pulling his sleeves up and getting on with the hard work. So, yeah, I think really nice guy um, and some very thoughtful answers, which I know we both appreciated mm. very well. Yeah, just so you know what's coming. We discussed the, obviously, at Hertha US Tour, the, growing the game, the Bundesliga in the United States, um, the responsibility of German teams to be a bit more competitive with Bayern Munich. And then, of course, the big one, Stefan, also the national team. And I think Freddie had a lot to say about the national team as well. Yeah, uh, and it's very and, interesting on 50 plus one as well, actually, for anyone who's yeah. wanting an update on Hertha's stance on that one. And I think... It's, it's really interesting, and of course, he gives a really good answer on this, but um, I feel like I've spoken to Freddy Bobic before as part of a roundtable, and um, he has, he seems like, similar to me, always kind of wavering on 50 plus one, right? Mm. He sees a lot of positives, but he also sees the negatives, and like a lot of people, kind of goes back and forward on the idea, and I kind of saw, you kind of got both answers here, didn't you, Stefan? Yeah, and it's, and it's great to have someone like that who's in power, a big club in Germany, uh, you know, he's he's making decisions, and it's good to see that he has kind of 
he he obviously wrestles with it every day the same way that a couple of dumplings like us do you know because no one really yeah. has to listen to what we have to say on 50 plus one uh but it's interesting to hear what he has to say. he is a very influential guy at the dfb and in german football in general so yeah it was really good yeah really good anyways we should jump right into it um after this break this episode of the gegenpressing podcast is brought to you by bet online basketball is back And BetOnline remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at BetOnline. And is your continued source for all sports wagering information. BetOnline features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. That's it, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. Looking for a place to watch Hertha Berlin in America? Well, the Bundesliga Barfinder app is just the right tool for you. The Bundesliga Barfinder gives US fans an opportunity to find the best bars to watch their favorite Bundesliga teams. Fans in the US can select their location and find registered bars closest to them. The Barfinder helps fans find fellow supporters in their area, as well as providing the perfect tool to traveling fans to watch their favorite matches. The Bundesliga And Hertha Berlin will be hosting a meet and greet at the Harpenzelt in Orlando at 5pm on January 11th prior to the match versus Millionarios. There will be player appearances as well as prices. So download your Bundesliga app, Bundesliga Bar Finder app right now and make sure that you never miss a Bundesliga game in the United States ever again. Yeah, and we're now joined by Director of Sport from Hertha Berlin, Freddy Bobic. Freddy First of all, thank you so much for doing this. Um, we're very pleased to have you on the show. Um, you are in, in Orlando, Florida at the moment with Hertha doing a mini US tour. Um, so I guess the, the first the really important question here is, what's that all about and how important is it for Hertha to have a presence in the United States? Yeah, first, thanks for having me here. Um, so um, we are not in Orlando, we are in Bradenton, Florida, in the IMG Academy, what is really nice here. Yeah. So um, my my goal was always with my teams, uh, also in the former team when I was in Frankfurt, uh, like now in Berlin, to come to the US. You know, US is a big market, uh, football is growing here. So um, why not? Come here. We have perfect conditions um, here in the academy. We have uh, 18 football pitches, I think, here. So uh, all all are really perfect. Uh, sunny sky, yeah, in Florida, like always. Yeah, really nice. Um, and no perfect conditions for everything, you know. And the team is happy to be here. And I have the experience. It's time for me to to come here in winter. It was two times with Frankfurt here. Now with Berlin. And so we will start also, um, and the goal, you know, until 2026, when the World Cup is uh, is based in the U.S., Mexico and Canada, but uh, more in the U.S., um, that will be for us always an interesting market. Yeah, you, you mentioned there, Freddie, that you've obviously been to the United States with now two clubs, uh, obviously Eintracht Frankfurt and Hertha Berlin. In your yeah. experience, 
in football, um, have you noticed a difference or perhaps a change in the number of football fans in the United States that have an interest in German football, have an interest in the Bundesliga? And, you know, is that something that, is it something that you have noticed? And if so, is it something that gives you encouragement? Yeah, I have this. Uh, I, I noticed this for the for for the for the last years. You know, this is a bit bit. In Germany, not like uh, most most of the teams, they don't like to 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 uh, to make make a trip to the to the US because of the distance. You know, yeah. But uh, I'm I'm in this this point different because uh, I I believe also what happened here in the US and uh, I saw it in my former club uh, how. Quick after two, three years, everybody, or mostly uh, a lot of a lot of soccer people in in the US, recognized uh, the club. You know, so uh, so that's why we started also with with Hertha the program right now to say, okay, we will come here. I was two days ago in, in Kansas City for for talks. You know, uh, to see the everything what they have, the training grounds and facilities, and but also meeting meeting the sporting director, the CEOs, everybody, you know, um, that was also nice to see, yeah, in winter. <laughs> uh, but they have perfect conditions as well. And uh, so uh, looking forward to coming coming back and but see also a big support from the American side, from the from the American fans. Uh, um, I know that a lot of people not following me, mostly uh, the Premier League, but as well also the Bundesliga is becoming more and more important here. Mm. Yeah, it's, that's that's why I'm going to be my follow-up right here because there's been a recent statistic released by um, a statistic on TV viewership in the United States on the biggest leagues and the, the biggest league by far is the, the Premier League with uh, 50% uh, followed by Liga MX with 38% then it's MLS with 9% and the Bundesliga viewership in the, in the United States for soccer viewers is only 1%. Freddie, how do you make inroads in there? How do you get more Americans to watch a game? Um, is it almost a little bit too late for German teams to come over to the United States? Or is this now the time when you say, okay, we have four years to the World Cup, let's push, let's push hard? Not only because of the World Cup, I think uh, you have to do that uh, yeah, yearly, you know, to, to, to come here, then uh, you can also, you also can can grow a, a fan base or, or people, they, they recognize the club and uh, know that we are very good partners, you know, you know coming up not only to come here to, to to get some money or something or sponsor something like that you know so we do it a little bit the other way yeah like i did also in the past uh we had a uh two months two yeah two months ago in november we had a nice convent in in, in new jersey yeah uh, mm -hmm. so the governor of new jersey uh, phil murphy is a big fan of hatha berlin he was ambassador in uh, in berlin for the us uh, so Funny thing is, uh, his daughter played with my daughter in a, in a team in Berlin. Yeah, so <laughs> the, the, the world is really small. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so we had a nice comment with 100, around 100 people yeah, from uh, from all other uh, other football clubs uh, or soccer clubs, like you said mm -hmm. here, soccer clubs, but as well also from from other sports like uh, baseball from the Yankees or from the Giants, the football. Yeah, and talking about analytics in football, yeah? research. Yeah, yeah? and. Mm -hmm. uh, that was also a good start, you know. Uh, you can do it also the other way, you know. Yeah. So starting easy, and uh, and then uh, if if uh, the other side, the US side, see okay, we are we are a very good partner. They, you can trust us. Yeah. We coming in to, to change ideas and also experiences in, in in soccer. I think it's 
valuable is a is big value for 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 both for both sides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddie, I'm really intrigued to know from a Bundesliga point of view, perhaps the obstacles that seem apparent for football fans that maybe German clubs have to contend with when they're trying to break into the United States market, for example. Uh, you know, perhaps most football fans would naturally enjoy the Premier League because it's perceived as more competitive or perhaps they would have a stronger inclination to La Liga if they're Spanish speaking. Um, are these obstacles that you've noticed since, you know, in your career trying to promote the Bundesliga in Germany or or in the United States, sorry, um, or is that something that, you know, people talk a lot about on Twitter, but when you're actually marketing the league, it's not something that comes up that often? Uh, that's right, but, uh, um, you know, uh, I know that the, the leagues like uh, the Premier League or the top two teams in La Liga, you know, so you have a lot of Spanish-speaking uh, 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 people here in the, in the U.S., it's a little bit easier also, the old Commonwealth side, you know, uh, everything about that. They did a very good job in the beginning of the two, uh, beginning of this uh, yeah, 2000 uh, year 2000 when when they when they starting the program here. So we're a little bit behind, but uh, we can we can be confident, you know, in that. You know? I think uh, why not, you know, to come here. We have also a lot of uh, German people in in the US more than you <laughs> can imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I saw them. I saw them. Uh, saw these uh, German people all over all over the the country. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, I think uh, this is a start, you know, it's a start for us. And uh, also the Bundesliga is a really nice product. Yeah, uh, We have a high percentage uh, goal average. Uh, uh, we have uh, full stadiums. Uh, it's always nice to watch. Yeah, They're very attractive, the stadiums and also the, 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 the clubs. Yeah. But uh, uh, you have to you have to do it sustainable. Uh, how do you say it? Uh, sustainable. Yeah, sustainable. Yeah, you have to do it sustainable. Yeah, and uh, um, that's um, what we what we try to do also in the Bundesliga. Yeah, uh, to get more the focus uh, um, on the on the U.S. soil. And so um, I know the other the other clubs or the other leagues uh, like the Premier League they have the big 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 stars, and in the U.S. that. That's valued a lot uh, if you have the big, big stars, yeah, yeah. And uh, but uh, I see only the, the Premier League is a, it's a step uh, or two steps in front of us, but not La Liga or something like that because they have only mm-hmm. two clubs, you know, uh, and not more. Yeah, who, yeah. Who, who you can recognize here in the in the US? Yeah. I think one of the the things that I always notice uh, living in North America um, and working for a German company at the same time. Um, is that there is, seems to be an inclination to say about the Bundesliga, well, it's only Bayern Munich and no one else, right? The, yeah. the fact that Bayern Munich have dominated the league now for so long. And if you, are, if you watch the Bundesliga on a regular basis and um, you really um, spend time with the product, you understand that it's actually quite a competitive league everywhere else but the title. So uh, I guess the, the question and then I have, um, especially if you want to break into the US market, what do other Bundesliga teams, and I include Hertha in this because of the, the the size of the city that you guys play in and the commercial power that a club like Hertha potentially has, what do you have to do to be more competitive in the league and maybe ensure that there is a title challenger uh, for against Bayern Munich, but also you know mm. to help grow the market elsewhere outside of Germany in that regard? 
I know everybody's uh, is, is looking for for titles, you know, and the the, the big clubs. Uh, that's uh, sometimes a problem, and this is the problem from the league right now. Yeah, Bayern Munich is so far away from from all other uh, uh, clubs. Mm. They did a good job, not not in the last years, in the last decades, you know. So um, uh, for us as, as Hertha, we have to find uh, uh, a good a good. Uh, pay, uh, we have first to do the right basics, you know. We had a lot of money, so we lost a lot of money as well <laughs> before, before I arrived here. Uh, that's uh, that's a shame, but uh, it happened, you know. So so we have to start over again, uh, but then we will do that, you know. So uh, I'm very confident uh, that we can we can change this because Berlin is very yeah known in the in the states, yeah yeah as a, as a city, yeah. But also uh, uh, we can also work on the, on the brand of of Hertha. Uh, but for the league, uh, the league is very competitive and it's very interesting because also for Bayern Munich it's not so easy uh, to win against uh, the team uh, yeah, down in the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Also, uh, put all they have to put all the effort also in, in, in these games, you know. So, but um, uh, the Bundesliga as a product is so interesting because uh, we have so many changes also in the league. Uh, if you see, for example, it's just my former club. Uh, it's it's, uh, it's it's Eintracht Frankfurt. What what they achieved, you know, they also been nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So now they win the European League. Uh, they won the cup against Bayern Munich, and uh, now uh, they are always fighting for the Champions League spots. You know, yeah. And that's that, that's Bundesliga is not only to win the title. It's only always interesting. Also, who will who will uh, qualify for the Champions League or for the Europe League, but as well. What is also really interesting, what the Americans don't know so much, yeah, is the fight for relega uh, against relega uh, against against to be relegated. You know, mm. yeah, yeah. Mm. the relegation zone. Yeah, yeah. If you see, and I had now this experience uh, last season uh, against uh, Hamburg. We played against Hamburg in the two games. Yeah, 74,000 people uh, are watching this in, in, the, in the stadium in Berlin and the, in, the, in the back game. Uh, also in Hamburg was sold out a stadium more than and it's for Germany a lot 12 million people watch this in, in television you know yeah 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 more than a, a game from a national team yeah yeah so uh, you see uh, we have a lot of a lot of fights a lot of tradition a lot of history in in, in, in this club and uh, all the clubs are really interesting but we have to show it more with, with more confident also uh, 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 international. You know? the, the problem is for us, we have uh, the TV market is a bit down after COVID, mm. and uh, we have to work more on the on the international side, not only on the national side. Yeah. Mm. Freddie, you obviously mentioned your previous club and the the lengths and the the progress that Frankfurt have made in the last twelve months. Uh, on this podcast, we often talk about the sleeping giants in the Bundesliga. You know, Frankfurt. I guess where one, maybe not so much now, uh, you know, Schalke, Hamburg, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Where would you place Hertha Berlin in that list of you know big clubs in Germany? I'm not asking specifically for a ranking, but you know, what no. kind of what kind of potential, what kind of dreams and hopes do you have for Hertha, and where do you think they could what what could they reach in the German uh, Bundesliga? The example of Frankfurt is uh, the example uh, could be also uh, example for everybody, you know, for uh, clubs with mm -hmm. tradition, with, with a great name, you know, from the past as well. Yeah. So, but also for for, for Hertha, you know. So, uh, it is it is possible, but you have and that what I learned in England when I played there, you have to do the basics right on the pitch, off the pitch. Yeah. yeah. 
And uh, if you're not to do the basics right, then you have problems, you know. Yeah. And uh, still, if you're in, <clears throat> if you're only looking back and say, "Oh, history was nice. We won a title, and we were a big club," and uh, you know, the other clubs are coming, and uh, smaller clubs are coming, and they're doing a better job because they work together. So mm. uh, you you need. Uh, you, and that, that's also what, what, what was I working right now in the last one and a half year. We have changed a lot in the club, a lot, really a lot. Uh, from, from, we say in Germany, from, uh, we turn it from right to left, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, uh, so many new employees uh, working uh, really hard um, to, uh, to, to get on the right track again. So, uh, but we have to do the basics right. And from there, you can start, you know, and if you're confident enough, and you made uh, good transfer periods, yeah, yeah, and good. Uh, uh, you can sign uh, good players, so uh, value go up, and uh, you will also sp you will also see it at the end on the on the on the on the understandings that, uh, that you you grow, you know, yeah, yeah. And Hatta had the potential is really a sleeping giant. But first, you have to start, yeah, not to talk about it. And this wasn't a past problem. They talked about it, you know, mm. how big they are, but uh, achieved nothing, you know. Yeah. yeah. I just sorry, just to jump in there, Manu, very quickly. If oh, I've that is, that's, the, that's the truth, you know. So, that's the truth. It's hard to say something like that. No, of course. But it's the truth. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think Hertha fans would appreciate that honesty because, you know, with all due respect, I think the club has been one of many false dawns, as you said. You know, previous mm. investors and previous, well, not owners, but I guess investors is the correct term, have promised so much more. So do you think your main job at the club is to change the culture there and, and to perhaps provide results before you start making promises? Yeah, this is like on the pitch, you know, if you have a, a team, they work together and they, they chase one goal, then you will have, at the end, you will have success and the mentality of, for that, you know. And very important is an inner club around around the team is the communication. You know, and communication are not working with your investor, with your boards and uh, sponsors and everybody. You know, then <laughs> you will feel it also on the on, on, on the field at the end. You know, so um, that's that's a big problem sometimes. You know, yeah, because uh, to be honest, uh, to be transparent, uh, to be uh, uh, clear in your mind. You know, so so uh, uh, I know it's difficult. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult. This is. Uh, not only a problem in, in Berlin, it's in, in a lot of clubs, you know, uh, mm. all over all over the world, you know, that uh, sometimes uh, they are uh, they are not they are not so clear and not so, let's say, uh, uh, yeah, they try they try also to 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 uh, um, to um, paint a, a, a picture, you know, paint a picture like. Like the, this is the perfect world, but it it is not, you know. So mm. you have to be very uh, you have to criticize your yourself as well and reflect yourself always in in this business. If you don't do that, you know, you you live in like in a dream world, you know. Yeah. Mm. Mm. You mentioned the investor there, Freddy, um, yeah. and I understand if you if you can't go into detail yet because I, I, my understanding is it's not a hundred percent done yet, but. You had Lars Windhorst, um, seven seven partners seems to be the new partner. Um, what what's the latest on there, and how important is that relationship with a new investor? I understand seven seven partners have already invested in clubs in in Brazil, in Belgium, um, in France, in Spain. Um, what's the latest on there, and what what do you what do you hope this is going to do to the club? 
Uh, first of all, in Germany, we are you know we are unique. Yeah, yeah. We have uh, the major majority is always always on the on the member side. You know, with this mm -hmm. fifty plus one rule, and uh, that makes it uh, a little bit. <laughs> so <laughs> we are the only country who do, do, doing this. You know, but okay, we respect this. This is our way. You know, it's a different yeah. way. Uh, we have no owners. We have investors, but. Yeah. Um, we are some steps away uh, to, 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 to have a solution also with Triple Seven. Uh, what the good the good thing about Triple Seven is uh, only to say it very shortly. They have knowledge about football, you know, so uh, that's good. They have some football people inside, and uh, also they 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 have some shares from other clubs as well. Yeah, yeah in Europe, and uh, that makes it a bit a bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. The understanding uh, a good investor is always if if these guys understand how the rules are and um, how the uh, how the rules are in Germany uh, is different. They are not owners. Yeah, they give some money, but as well they have to believe also the operatives, uh, operative people working every day uh, for the success. Uh, that makes it a little bit difficult, you know, if you give a lot of money and have not yeah hundred percent control. Yeah, yeah. so. They are not owners. They have to understand this. This is a little bit in a different way. You know, yeah, yeah. What we're doing in Germany, but uh, uh, we always uh, uh, looking for good owners. Uh, I think and good owners, good uh, investors. Yeah, yeah. Mm. What is what is also very important, so that you can also survive. You know, because uh, after COVID, you know, was much much more important to have to have this money yeah, from an investor, also from the former investor. You know, yeah. Uh, that. That money was very uh, important for us also to close the gap yeah, uh, financially. Yeah. Mm. You you mentioned fifty plus one there, Freddie, which is obviously the often the elephant in the room when you know we speak to clubs about marketing and global aspirations and investors. And you know, if I was speaking to a football fan in Germany right now, they would obviously say yes, it's very important. It's what makes German football German football, but. If I'm speaking to you now, you know, a director of football, a sporting director, someone who looks at the bank balance every week, yeah. how do you think of 50 plus one as an obstacle or is it something that can limit the capacity of German clubs to compete internationally? Um, or do you think it's capable to, is it capable for Hertha Berlin to, you know, rival clubs in Spain and France and England while still adhering to these rules? Yeah, it's just, uh, that's uh, that's a good question, you know. So uh, yeah, sometimes it could. From first first look, is uh, uh, always it looks much easier if you have a, a, a owner, you know. Yeah? Mm. It's also a short way of of, of communication, yeah, and mm. uh, also for decision decision making, you know. Yeah? But so we are in Germany, uh, Germany different, you know. You, you you said about the fan, yeah, and the fan uh, they. They love in defense in, in Germany. They love that we have the rule fifty plus one. So also they have something to say, you know. Yeah, and uh, that's also a good thing. So uh, yeah, it's it's not it's not on me right now, but it's it it, it makes it more competitive, you know. Uh, to if you are uh, let's say uh, a club who play in play in the, in the Europe League or in the Champions League, you know. It's very difficult to compete against the other clubs, yeah, yeah? Uh, mm. but uh, the problem is, and you see it also that the owners are changing very fast at the moment in Europe, you know, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah? so uh, that's also an advantage for us very often in Germany, yeah, we know what we have, we know our structure, you know, so 
we can stay on track, you know, so we don't have these problems that another owner is coming and change everything in this club, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, from the employees to the players and buying new players and big, and very often you see also it's a big mess yeah, about that. Yeah. <laughs> if I see in the Italian Italian uh, Serie A, you know what yeah. happened there. You know. Yeah. yeah, I think that's that's a question that is always on everyone's mind, and I think fifty plus one is always something that people are very divided on um, and yeah. I'm personally as a German <laughs> I know it's it, I always kind of go back and forth on whether I'm for it or against it <laughs> so I, I yeah, totally understand why. you you always think as a, as a, as a supporter also you will you will lose the control but you never will lose the control at the end you know? yeah so mm. uh, also a good owner yeah, knows how important are the fans you know and I can remember Uh, so 20 years ago, when, when Abramovich took over Chelsea, you know, everybody say this is the end of football, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And Chelsea is still a is still a great club, yeah, it's still a great club with, uh, and uh, have, uh, have have great supporters and still their culture, you know. So um, um, nothing happened. They had more success, you know, at the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And also the owner was for fourth. Yeah, until the until the war started, you know, for a long, long, long time, uh, very important for uh, for this club. Yeah, but uh, I will not forget what what all was written and said, you know, mm -hmm. 20 years ago when he started. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess Stefan, I just want to jump in on this as a German. Um, <laughs> I live abroad, but I'm still German, and I need to ask this question. Uh, Freddie, two World Cups in a row now that <laughs> we didn't make it out of the group stage. You are a former German national team player. You're very involved and outspoken about the German national team at the moment. Mm. There is rumors that you could take over from Oliver Bierhoff's job um, without commenting maybe on this because I pro you probably can't. But how do you see the German national team at the moment and what needs to change for Germany to be competitive again? Yeah, this was uh, the last two World Cups was really hard, you know, to, to follow. Um, but a little bit different in 18 uh, when we when we <coughs> when we got uh, yeah we we played very bad in 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 Russia in the, in the World Cup in 2018. Yeah, um, now it's a little bit different, you know. Yeah, we played well, but not 90 minutes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we, We lost a little bit of balance, and uh, uh, and uh, yeah, it was a big disappointment because uh, we have good football players. But what we lost a bit is um, to feel more the passion and the hunger, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, to to play on result and play also like you see, uh, you saw it by, by so many, <coughs> so many, so many other other teams. How they defend their own goal, you know? Yeah, yeah? Mm. play a bit ugly. Yeah, what what also always was in the past a big, a big, uh, uh, yeah, a big plus for 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 uh, when, 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 when you talk about the German national team, you know? Yeah, yeah? Every, everything was nice. Now we play a little bit like Spain, you know? Yeah, mm. around and uh, ball control is great and uh, one two touches. Yeah, yeah. But it's more, yeah. You need more passion, and you need uh, also uh, uh, more, uh, yeah. Work on the work on so on the defense, you know. Yeah. Sometimes it, it has. It's the result is an important thing, you know, in the tournament. Yeah. Nobody will really ask you 
will ask you how you how how you how you uh, uh, won the, won the title at the end. And if I see two fourteen, you know, I think we didn't play so so great in two fourteen. Okay, it was a seven one against Brazil, you know, mm-hmm. but you you felt always how focused the boys are. Uh, they've been in that in that time, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. To, uh, to 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 chase their dreams and uh, and they struggle in, in some games, but they were fighting so hard, yeah, uh, to 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 win the win this title and that we have to find back a bit, and we have to change a bit stru- structure as well uh, in the youth, you know, uh, youth football. Uh, mm. uh, we have not a number nine. This is a big problem in uh, in, in Germany all the time. So uh, in my program here also in in Berlin, I, I said to all the youth coaches. Look for a number nine, you know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Belief in these tall boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if the also if they're looking, uh, uh, they're not so good in technique or something like that. But uh, uh, yeah, they, they can develop to this. Uh, help them, you know. Help them. We need we need these boys. Yeah, because uh, thank God uh, the football is coming back uh, to the number nine. You know, uh, you need a number nine, and everybody every good club has a number nine. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we forgot that a bit. You know, so it was only about uh, ball position and. Uh, Controlling, controlling the game, but uh, um, the box. Yeah, we had to have attacked the box, and uh, that was a real. We've been re- really weak, especially in the World Cup 2018, but as well, and we could, we created a lot of chances uh, to score uh, opportunities to score a goal uh, um, in in the last World Cup. But uh, yeah, you need the right right uh, right players for that. You know, so uh, we have to work on that. But uh, I believe in, in, in still in, in these boys uh, because uh, this is a very good team, you know. Yeah, this is a very good team, but they need uh, to focus more on that. Yeah, and we had a focus also in in, in the Qatar uh, World Cup was not only on football. We discussed about so many things. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it, uh, one love uh, armband and all all all, all this. Uh, what is not good, you know? The, the players has to have to concentrate. Uh, on the tournament, on the games, uh, and not on, yeah, some po- uh, poli- uh, pol- politics things, you know. So that's uh, it was <clears> that was not good managed. Yeah, this was mm-hmm. not good managed. The, the critic was high, like always it is in Germany, you know. But uh, I I looking forward very positive, special for the for the for the home uh, European Championship uh, in in twenty four. And you you said about the rumors, yeah, to come to an end. Yeah, rumors are a lot of here, you know, always. <laughs> My person, but uh, I, I said what I said also uh, uh, via media uh, very quickly when, when my name name came around. That I said uh, first of all for the football uh, federation is very important. What are you looking for? What kind of profile? So yeah. now they have a task force. They have to work, and then you can chase the persons you know who you think they are the best for for this position. But first you need. What this guy have to do, and what is his profile? Mm. First step, second step. Yeah, um, Freddie. Perhaps before you have to run, because I'm sure uh, your colleagues probably looking at his watch mm. right now. But um, on the topic <laughs> of the national team, the thing that really strikes me about that 2014 team was that you had very strong Bayern Munich team with German players, but you also had a very strong Borussia Dortmund team with German players, and. You know, I know that DFB have put a lot of work in the last seven or eight years into changing youth football and introducing more street football and trying to develop different types of players. But I wonder if you had any thoughts on the way that um, German players 
you know, very quickly get snapped up and bought uh, by English teams before they're perhaps even fully senior players. And I wonder if you think it's harder to harder for German clubs to keep these players and develop them properly uh, because there's much stronger pressure to to sell when a player maybe only has half a good season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a, that's a problem of modern football anyway. You know, for for everybody. Yeah, and uh, the big clubs, you know, and the, and especially the, the Premier League clubs, you know, they're chasing talents very fast. You know, they pay a lot of money for the, for these guys. You know, so uh, Kai Havertz, for example, is is not at the end of his uh, as, uh, of his development. You know, yeah, yeah, mm. he's a fantastic football player, international class. Yeah, but still, he's so young. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you see uh, Gündogan, how is he playing in, in Man City? You know, as an experienced player, mm. uh, how much value he has for the team? You know, yeah, yeah. Um, and seeing the German national team is still a little bit different. You know, so uh, I say we, we have we have enough. To, and you are right. You're right. It's it's not easy to to keep them in in Germany when when a big club is coming around. You know, it's only it's Bayern Munich or Dortmund. But also, if, if uh, another club is coming around, let's say uh, it's Madrid or it's, it's uh, Man City, it's Newcastle, and the newcomer, you know, with a lot of money, yeah. And uh, also, then it's uh, sometimes also for, especially for Borussia Dortmund, very very difficult to to hold the player, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. to give him the money he wants so he, he can get in another club, you know, yeah. So that's the real world. Of football. I, I don't like I, I don't like this world of football, yeah. Yeah, it's good to make business. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, especially for young players, yeah, they need protection. Yeah, and they need time to grow. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but it's always difficult if you talk with with the agents or with the player himself uh, or with the parents are involved in this. Yeah, yeah, mm. my parents were never involved in something. You know, yeah, they say this is good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that changed a lot and uh, makes it very very difficult, especially for young players, yeah, because if they see some sometimes this. The amount of money what they can what they can get in, in, in big clubs, uh, but and then trust they are very important. And with 18, 19, they have to move. Why do have to move first? Mm-hmm. Just grow, you know. Just do the first step, not the second step, you know. Then, uh, yeah. After a while, uh, you 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 will never see the, the, the player again, you know. So because you will play that I don't know second, third row, something like that in the big clubs. Or been been loaned and uh, that happens so often, and it happens so often. But I know the the, the competition between the big clubs in in, uh, in Europe is so tough. Yeah, it's so tough. Yeah, yeah. and they had to, that's why you have to limit this. You know, I think you can do it also from the league, but as well from the for the FIFA or UEFA. Yeah, mm. that you say okay, not so many loans. What they did. Yeah, yeah, that will start. You know, yeah, in my next summer, not so many loans and. Uh, um, and protect these homegrown players, you know, yeah, yeah. for a while, let's say, until they are twenty-three, something like that. Yeah. Hmm. Freddie, this is this has been great, and I know you're probably out of time. Um, so I'm gonna just ask this really quickly because you are in North America. Most you know North American leagues have that sort of protection, right? Where you're not allowed to be a free agent until you're like 25, 26. Is that sort of what's in the back of your mind there? I love it, yeah. I love it to see that here. Um, not everything what I see here, the rules and regulations are very, very tough also to study mm-hmm. here. I did it in 2015, but uh, they changed <laughs> they changed a lot. They have the draft system, uh, they, they protect the young players, also uh, they limited also the salaries, you know, uh, for these players. Yes. 
but I also I think it's good, you know. But this is the US, you know, it's a totally different system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, they got a system from the other major uh, sports, yeah, uh, like basketball, football, American football as well. And um, that's to, to bring to Germany, uh, or not to Germany, but I think to Europe, it's very difficult. So mm. see the European Union in politics, everything is really difficult. Come <laughs> <laughs> together and uh, how, how we can, how we can, how we, how, how we can try it, you know, in, in football, but uh, you will never have all on one side, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a big problem. That's a big problem about that. You can do it in Germany. It's no problem. We can we can do it, you know. But then, uh, yeah, we are weak against the other countries, you know. So yeah, yeah. Mm. they talk about us, you know. Yeah. yeah uh, but I'm big. I, I'm a big fan of that, you know. So because it makes it more easier you know also to, uh, for to planning a, a season or to planning also the next three yeah. four years something like that you know to hold the team together yeah mm. and then to grow you know yeah, to ch- achieve something yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, i'm too much realistic to know in europe very difficult yeah. to do that yeah perhaps we should let you go before we dive into eu legislation yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Thank you so much, Freddie. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having is... me. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. That was great. Thank you so much. Really appreciate you taking the time. So yeah, Stefan, that was great. Uh really awesome interview. Um any final thoughts on this? Um not really. What I would say is that we're not quite decided what we're going to do with the extra podcast this week, but I think we're going to try and do some sort of debrief on this. So if you're a subscriber to mm-hmm. the Substack um, and you know you have some thoughts, please do let us know what you think. Um, we'll make sure to reference those in the extra podcast, and I think we'll just do a kind of big debrief show uh, on that, unless something huge happens like... Uh, I don't know, Borussia Dortmund by Robert Lewandowski or something um, in the <laughs> meantime. But yeah, so if you have any thoughts, do let us know what you think. Uh, and of course, as always, we'd like to say a big thank you to people who subscribe to the podcast and people who just listen to the show as well yeah. normally and share it on social media as well. Yeah, 100%. Um, as always, the show is brought to you by Bet Online. As Stefan said, the debrief will be the midweek show. Um, if Borussia Dortmund sign Robert Lewandowski, Stefan, we can also put in a transfer pot. <laughs> <laughs> that, can, that can wait till Friday. That could definitely wait till Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying that that show is also still going to come out. We are also back on our regular schedule um, for writing. Um, mm. Both of us are going to have a piece this week. So, yeah, back to normal. And the Bundesliga is about two weeks away. So that's exciting as well. Um, but, yeah, as always, thank you for listening to this. Until next time, auf Wiedersehen. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. 
Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.